Communities Podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. I am so busy right now. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I feel like people always, do you ever get this question? How are you doing? You know, and then you have to think about what are you going to say? Right. You know, I'm doing fine or I'm just so busy or do I want to get into it. Yes. <laughs> you know, the conversations that you have with people just some, you know, in passing are always just like light, frivolous, right. doesn't mean anything. But I will honestly say, yes, I am so busy right now. And I, I hate it when people say that too, because mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, yeah, your business is so more important than my business, right? right? <laughs> but, but it's the real estate business mm-hmm. is real. I don't know if you feel it, but yeah, it's it's definitely it. getting there. I think January. I feel like I could probably just you know go somewhere for the month of January, go yeah. on vacation. You've said that a couple times. <laughs> you didn't do it though, did you? No, I did not. I should, yeah. Well, I did go. I did go to Massanutten for a week with my family, so that yeah. was kind of a nice little getaway. But I forget how slow typically um, and historically January is, yes. as well as July. Right, and so that is very true. Where. I almost have to pat ourselves on the back a little bit because mm-hmm. several months ago when the interest rates spiked and people were freaking out and people were saying things are all going to crash, it's going to be this huge bubble bursting, um, it didn't. We said right? that. We did say it's going to slow and come to a lull, but not a decline. And that has happened. But here today, we're going to get a chance to talk about this upcoming spring market, which right. I'm excited to promote that it feels like spring mm-hmm. and therefore in the real estate world it is almost acting like early spring which I like oh I, I love it I just I always think the timing is so funny because we are not close to spring no this <laughs> is like February. February in Winchester to me is like this is like the blizzard season right this is like you know when it finally hits things get real and you know we're in the 60s now Right. Yeah. I mean, 65 degrees. I think it's going to be um, almost 70 at one point in time this week. Yeah. I think I'm going to go play golf later today. I don't know. We'll see. I'm so, I'm so busy and I'm just going to skip out on life. Right. I don't, I don't know about golf though. After some of the rain that we did have earlier this week. I don't know. Might be a little messy. We'll but. see. Yeah. But the, the whole premise of today's episode is going to be about this spring market, whether we, it feels like spring or not. Um, the real estate world people always ask you and I, you know, they Mm -hmm. ask us like, what's the market like, you know? And yes, they lean on us because we're experts. Right. We have this podcast to talk about all things Winchester, but also real estate. Mm -hmm. So today you get a dose of real estate, but the market right now. So just recapping and patting ourselves on the back, we are predicting that things would come to a lull and things were back to normal. Mm -hmm. I kept saying that I keep preaching that to all my clients. Things are back to normal. Pre-COVID, a normal real estate market where there's ebbs and flows, there's Mm -hmm. ups and downs. You think of the spring season is the best. Summer, it dips a little bit because of heat and vacations. Fall, it picks back up when Mm -hmm. people are back in school. And then winter is the biggest dip, right? Well, we have experienced the biggest dip, I really feel like. And Mm -hmm. and it was not, again, not a decline. Prices are not dropping. Um, Houses are sitting a little bit longer buyers were sitting and waiting because of multiple reasons, the interest rates, and they just got tired of things. Well, I think a lot of buyers that I even had were 
uh, I'm going to wait until after the first of the year. Yeah. I mean, and that's what they were saying, just waiting to see what's going to happen with the market, what's going to happen with elections, what's going to happen with, you know, when the, the, the year yeah. changes and I'm just going to wait. And yeah. so I think now we're in that point where, okay, all the stuff that I, I don't know if people thought it was going to turn around really fast or what they were thinking, but the market is it's kind of stabilized. It is what it is. You're yep. not seeing your yep. high prices and crazy multiple offer situations. We're seeing, like we've talked about, yeah. a more normal. Normal. More, and, and we can we can say normal because we've both been doing this, you know, yeah. 20 years we've basically. Seen, so we've seen the ups, the downs, the goods, the bad. And this kind of falls in that normal range. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of years where it's really been dry. Mm -hmm. And there's been a couple of years where it's been crazy. And so we announce, hey, it's crazy. This is normal. I've had buyers that say, oh, I'm going to wait till next year. But then they also mean I'm going to wait till spring. Mm -hmm. And and we were encouraging our people, guys, the best time to buy is historically in the winter. Yes. And people stare at me like, like I'm crazy when I say that. And it's because there's fewer buyers. It's because of the weather. It's mm -hmm. because of snow. And nobody wants to trudge around and you know go through cold weather or snow or ice or just slush on the road to right. go look and buy a house. That's historical speaking for Winchester. Well, since the weather's so nice, I think my prospective buyers are probably acting more like yours, where mm -hmm. they're like, the new year hit, let's look at it. They were also waiting for the interest rates to drop. Right. And we were predicting that's not going to happen. No. We had Ross Lehman on here several weeks ago, and he's like, you know, things are looking pretty good. There's a little bit of this kind of like peak that we were hoping for. Yes, the Fed keeps doing their thing. Mm -hmm. The overall economy is still there, but... You look at gas prices, they've kind of flattened out. Right. You look at the Fed, that's kind of okay. The interest rates now are back under seven. Right. We're, we're floating and more in that six, six and a half range. Yeah. And it's kind of just been sticking around that range. So the new normal. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so luckily we're not at that those peaks of 7%. And I, I did see some of them higher than seven. Yes. I mean, there were some seven yes. and quarters and... Um, but no, we're we're back in a, in a good market. I mean, I remember buying... I bought my first home... And I paid six percent interest right. for it. And right. So it's to me this is still this is great. still good. So all right, put on your realtor hat. And you're talking to a buyer. Let's okay. talk to buyers right now. What are you telling them? How are you encouraging them? And what's the game plan of the shopping process right now? I still love the saying: um, date the rate, marry the house. <laughs> I, I absolutely okay. love that because, okay. that, and I do tell people that, and I think they, I think some people just panic when uh -huh. they think that, okay, the interest rate is this. Yep. Well, they don't ever stay that way there. It's going to probably go, it's going to go up at some other point in time. Sure. It's going to come down. So get the house that you want to make sure it's within your budget. You are yep. comfortable with the payment, make sure it has what you need, but don't be as concerned about that rate because you uh -huh. should be able to in the future at some point in time, be able to refinance if you choose to. Right. And if the rates go up, then you're going to be happy because you've exactly. got a good rate. And, and it's also, I like to say, do the best you can do in the time that you need to buy a house. Mm -hmm. Because people get all up in their head thinking, what ifs? It's kind of, they feel like they're playing the stock market. Right. They feel like, well, should I buy today or should I wait in a week? And then they look back and they have like buyer's remorse or regret. Oh, I should have done X, Y, and Z back then. Or, oh, I should wait to the future. And, you know, I'm, I'm not talking days and weeks. I'm talking months and years. Oh, right. People have these thoughts in their heads mm -hmm. that I'm talking them off a ledge. And I'm saying, are you ready to buy a house right now? And they're like, yeah, I think we are. 
then my job as a realtor is to help you find the best value, right? Get the best investment, get the best price and get the kind of house that you're looking for with maybe a few compromises, Mm -hmm. but you do the best you can do in the time that you are wanting to buy a house. Right. And so you and I have had multiple buyers that lost out on deals last year and are still potentially in this limbo waiting shopping period where they're like still waiting and hoping for a better rate or hoping for a deal. Let's say right now, make that decision. Let's go buy a house because there are deals out there. The housing market, and we'll talk about this for the spring, is going to potentially continually increase. Mm -hmm. I don't see the decline happening. Springtime is the time where more buyers come out of the woodworks to shop and buy because of just the weather and because of their season of life and the timing of, you know, school seasons and all that kind of stuff. More houses will come up for sale, but you'll be fighting against more buyers. There's going to be competition because we're still in a, we are still in a lower inventory market. Yes. So, and so it's lower inventory and lower number of buyers. Right. And so that allows for potential success if you're a buyer where you're not up against, you know, the pick a price range. The, probably the most popular price range would be in the $300,000 range. I, I would agree. It, it, it's like most people can afford that if they're shopping. It's a first time home buyer or it's a family of a couple of kids or they're just looking for some sort of, you know, mid-level house. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't know, pick a number, make a number out there. There could be, I don't know, a hundred people in our area shopping for, for houses that. for that. That is going to astronomically increase of number of buyers in that price range come April and May. Exactly. And because of that, now you're going to create this same scenario of last year, the last couple of years of going against other people, going against other multiple offers with low inventory. And that's the, that's the struggles that you're going to get. So beat that, beat that people go out there and go find the right house that you need Mm -hmm. in today's market. I think part of the problem with inventory is that there were a lot of people that did either refinance or purchase when the rates were in the threes and fours. And so those people um, who typically would have, you know, there's that transition. I forget how many years it is. It's like every four to five years, you know, people typically Mm -hmm. will think about, Mm -hmm. you know, moving, buying a different house. Um, But those people are sitting on their, they're like, I have a really good interest rate. So they're not looking to sell. So that's causing an issue with the, uh, the inventory as well. But the buyers that are looking, I mean, you've, you just, you're going to have to go out, just start, start the process and talk to your lender. And that's the other big thing too, is that, um, some people that have been thinking about buying, they haven't gone through any steps, haven't even looked to talk to a lender. I have a a, a client right now who he's probably going to do something here in the next couple months. He's not sure. And I told him, go ahead and talk to the lender. Mm -hmm. I've seen it too many times with people, um, that something can come up on Mm -hmm. your credit that Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't there. It's not yours. It's an issue, but you're going to have to get something changed. So then you've got, you can't buy for six months. Wouldn't you rather know that now? Right. So anybody who's thinking about buying this year, I would go ahead and start with, um, you know, reach out to us. We can get you set up with, um, some names of mortgage lenders that we recommend and get that process started so that you are ready to buy when the time comes, when the time comes. And I get it too, because the, the combination of what we're saying is now's the time to buy mm-hmm. because it's slower. The other side of that is there 
is really not a lot of, there's not a lot of houses for sale. Mm, yep. And so do the best you can in the time period now, because if you combine this scenario and incrementally double that, quadruple that for April and May, you're having more buyers with still low inventory. Now you're back to square one of where you were last year if you were shopping. Right. And then it turns back into a seller's market and yeah. competing offers. And yeah. Now, I have had a fair warning, though. I've had two different buyers who have lost out on deals because of multiple offers mm -hmm. back at the end of January. And so it has already begun. And it's because of the low inventory. So here's some stats. Are you ready for some actual stats? I love stats. stats. Love them. Okay. So let's go all the way back to two years ago. So January of 2021, there were 151 units listed in Winchester and Frederick County. Their median average list price was 319000 And then if you combine that, let's jump forward for a year. So January, let me just say okay. this, for, yes. look how fancy this is while we're yeah. here in our studio and Are Mark gonna... has now projected these stats yeah. up onto the screen it's so that your, I can see them for as your well. interest. I'm very impressed for your this interest. Is, this is awesome. Thanks yes. Mark. January 22. So fast forward a year mm -hmm. that dropped from 151 to then January was listed. It was 116 and the median price went up to 358. Look at that. Yeah. This past January, a month ago, 42 houses were listed. So we've gone from 151 to 116 mm -hmm. to only 42. And the median average, $478,000. So we've gone, and I'm not saying that's the normal average price. I'm just saying for the month of January, right. okay? So you look at a historical last two years, and you have three numbers to look at, 151, to 116 to 42 and the prices have gone significantly up so if you're a buyer thinking things are going to be going down or there's going to be a crash i'm not going to agree with you so you have a lot of things to think through as a buyer but still pretend like this is the norm the normal winter is slow winter is the time to buy right we can find something that's going to work for you that you know you should be happy with. There mm -hmm. are properties out there. I did find a quote when I was doing some research um, on uh, it was on Forbes.com. It said buyers sitting on the sidelines today in anticipation of lower prices tomorrow may end up disappointed. Wow, we have all kinds of quotes today. I, I know. Like, no, that is very that's that is true. Yeah. Say that again because uh, that is true. Buyers sitting on the sidelines today in anticipation of lower prices tomorrow may end up disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And so don't just sit there waiting, thinking the prices are going to come down. No. Nope. The only you're going to be disappointed because you're probably going to miss out. Yeah. So no, basically, no. the recommendation is instead of waiting for the lower prices, just find a home based on what your budget and what your needs are. Find a professional mm -hmm. like us mm -hmm. to help us sort through those and find something that's going to be the perfect, not the perfect house, but the house that's right for you. Yeah. Of course. That. See, now you're, you're using mm -hmm. my words. That's yep. all you got to do is just if you have that mentality, you will do well. And there are, again, even though I'm saying there's only 42 houses that got listed in January, that's not the total number in the market. So right. hear what I'm saying. The number of houses that got listed within that month in this area. So there's plenty of other houses besides those 42. But you have to also realize that they're selling. Buyers are out there. And it's not crazy it's not like tons of multiple offers and tons of buyers but it could be i really think it's that three to four hundred mm -hmm. range 
I mean, there's just, it, they That's come the on spot. and there are a lot of them are coming on and they're gone. Yep. I mean, very, very quickly. Um, there was a house that, that popped up that I had kind of found some interest in, but I'm like, no, that, that, that's got to be overpriced. There's no basement and gone. It yeah. was gone. Yeah. And like, you know, even where we know what value is, mm-hmm. the buyers see the value because of what their other options yeah. are. So they're willing to pay it Yeah. because there's just so, so let's, little. Let's flip the script now. Okay. okay. So Head let's talk sellers. about sellers Okay. because as you're listening as a buyer, you're thinking, okay, now could be a good time. Put your seller hat on. And if you're hearing that there was only 42 houses that got listed in January, what does that mean to you? That means to me that if I want to get what I feel like could be top dollar for my house, I probably should be looking into putting my house on the market very, very soon Mm -hmm. because there's such low inventory Mm -hmm. that buyers are going to be interested in my property. Yes, because this is another standard line that i use which just goes to speak to the idea that this is we're back to normal Mm -hmm. i would always tell my clients who i'm talking to in december january and even february it is slower if you do try to list right now there's fewer buyers you might not get top dollar however springtime is around the corner and you want to list in the spring do not list in may because there'll be more people out there more prospective sellers now so that you think the competition when you flip the script and talk about sellers if you live in a neighborhood and that's really easy to monitor and judge you can see how many houses are for sale in your neighborhood right Mm -hmm. now in any given neighborhood that might might only be one or two houses if that for sale by may chances are there's going to be four or five six houses And when you are going up against other houses, yes, your house is going to be unique. Yes, there might be more square footage. There might be other things that you've done to your house. But you're still finding buyers who are wanting to buy a house in your neighborhood or in your area. So you've got competition. And if if somebody else out there is looking to just drop... drop the drawers there and and say, (laughs) you know, I want to go ahead and just sell my house at a fire sale price... You're not going to sell your house at the price that you want because there's somebody else down the road who is willing to sell theirs for a little bit less. Right. And so if there's currently only one or two houses on the market right now, beat the competition, list your house now. It feels like spring. The weather is telling us it acts like spring so you can beat that punch and do, especially in that three to $400,000 range. Yes. You can eh, push it a little bit. And you might be able to get those buyers and you might be able to get the top dollar that you want. So I just logged into the MLS just so I was going to pull up some, some uh-huh. stats because I, uh-huh. I always you like stats Steve, too. I do. And I always look in Stephen City and, and it's gotten to the point where instead of looking for particular houses or particular price ranges, this is how bad the inventory is, how low it is. Yeah. I can literally just put the zip code in. Mm. And it shows up on one page. There's, I think, maybe 20. Yep. And we're talking from ranging from 150,000 to maybe uh, there's something out there for like two point something million sure. for a bed and, be- bed and breakfast. But here I pop up and the very first thing that pops up is buyer activity increased in January with suburban markets well positioned for a strong recovery. Yep. Th- so there you go. So things are happening. Your world is Stephen City. Mine yes. is City of Winchester. And several years ago, I would always do the same thing. How many houses are for sale in Winchester? And it'd be like 120, 125. Around COVID, it, the number dropped to 50 mm-hmm. uh, and, and then it dropped into the 40s. 
I'm looking right now, today, I'm pulling up the same thing in this moment, in this time and space. There are 24 houses for sale in the entire city of Winchester at any price point. There are 15, because I just pulled it up, 15 um, in Stephen City. Yeah. And that ranges from like 189 to 2.5. Yeah. Now, I'm also counting, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those are townhouses. So if you're actually looking for a regular detached mm -hmm. house for the entire price point in the city of Winchester, now you're like in the teens. There's only like, you know, 16, 17 places like that. Now, if you really whittle it down to your price point, there might only be one or two. Right. So for buyers, yes, I get that. There's not a lot to look for. So you're going to be very cautious and careful of finding the one that you need in the moment. Mm -hmm. But sellers, boy, this, you've got an this, opportunity. Yeah, this is talking to the sellers right here too. This is showing you, you know, right now the competition is not there. Mm -hmm. You can put your house on the market. And the biggest thing that you can do seller-wise for your property is keep it clean. Yep. Keep it decolored, decluttered, yep. and price it right. Yep, all those things. And what you can, if you do that, then you know it's going to help with the inventory. It's going to help with the buyers. There's going to be more. You know, actually, right now it would just be a great time to sell. Period, yep, sure. because of inventory. There's just nothing really there for the buyers. And now we were talking. It is February. The market does start the spring market usually the end of this month. Mm -hmm. um, but come May. If you wait oh, yeah. until May, there's going to be multiple options, which yep. is great for the buyers too, sure. but sellers, there's going to be more competition. Yeah. And think, think strategically. Don't get so greedy that you're overpricing it and having it sit in this market. Right. So that's where relying on the realtor to show you the comps, show you what the true numbers look like. I love to give people just like a high, medium and low, mm -hmm. you know, here's the high number for really trying to push it. Here's the low fire sale. If you're going to basically say, okay, I just want to dump it. I'll, if I want to be that person who undercuts my neighborhood, right. you can sell it quickly, but then there's going to be a happy sweet spot. And um, if you look at the numbers and, and look fair and unbiased, then you're good. That's why you need a realtor. Like, I, I mean, if, if you, <laughs> it's so funny I when agree. you talk to sellers who are so caught up in their house mm -hmm. and I'm the same way, you think your house is overvalued because of all the sweat equity you've put into it all the little nuances that only you notice about mm -hmm. the house and you think buyers are going to care about it. They're probably not going to care, but you know what? You need to rely on a realtor to give you the proper perspective, which is also why sellers get in their head of like, Oh, I'm going to spend money to, to fix up the little trim piece that's cracked because that's what I notice and see. Or maybe I'm going to go out there and scrub clean my sidewalks because I got a couple little spots that have stains on it. Just silly little things like that that right. are not going to impact the sale of the house. Too many of my clients mm -hmm. want to get in the weeds of doing those things before they list. Well, on top of that also, I've just had this conversation recently with um, uh, a friend of mine who is going to be looking to probably sell and buy. And she has a finished basement and looking at the comps, she's like, well, this sold for this, but I have a finished basement and I could get this. And I was like, well, you don't get what you put into yeah. a finished basement. Right. It's, and I, I can't remember what we figured out the percentage was on it, but it's just knowing that information to be able to manage expectations, even of your clients, yeah. of your buyers and your sellers. So a seller that's thinking that, oh, well, this, they have the same house that I do, but I can ask another $30,000 because that's what we spent on our basement. Right. No, that's it's very rare you can get 100% return on investment. Right. And you look at return on investment, if you can get 85 to 90%, you're looking real good. Well, if you finish your basement, 
you finish it because you want it finished. You yeah. don't, it's not the greatest investment to finish it mm -hmm. for because it's below grade um, finished square footage, which yep. that plays into appraisals, which we've talked about in past episodes before. So yeah. again, having an, an agent that can share that information with you, help you manage your expectations and get you closer to the price that, you know, your house is valued at. Yeah. And I, I'm probably have said this before on a previous episode, but I'll give away a little secret that I tell my sellers when I'm working on a listing presentation or telling them what they should do. This basically do not spend money unless it's absolutely necessary. We'll evaluate that with you together mm -hmm. because you're not going to, you're not going to know exactly what any buyer is going to want, right? That's exactly what you're saying. Right. And so if, if you don't know what buyers going to want, then why would you spend the money on putting a paint color on the walls or putting a certain kind of granite countertop in the kitchen exactly. or replacing a vanity or doing big ticket item stuff like that, that have a very unique, um, interior design decor looking kind of mm -hmm. idea to it that a buyer might not appreciate. So you're better off listing it at a price point for its current market value without having done those things. Right. I agree. Sell it, get it under contract. And then generally speaking, a buyer is going to ask for a home inspection repair mm -hmm. list. And, the, and when the home inspection comes, they're going to ask you for certain things. Spend the money on the buyer who's under contract with you. Exactly. To do the repairs that they are saying they want done before you get to closing. That's a fantastic point. Not on cosmetic things that they may or may not want. Save your money. Use it wisely to salvage a deal when a buyer comes to you with a home inspection list. Right. And then you move on to closing and you've spent your money specifically for the buyer who is going to buy your house. Mm -hmm. right. So that I, I agree. Really great point. That to me is, is a key stat to look at and a key thought for sellers. And, you know, I, I really say now's the time. Now's the time to buy or sell. I agree. And I normally don't say that. I mean, because you, you have to think, okay, there's going to be supply and demand. There's going to be a, a skew for leaning towards buyers or sellers. Right now we have, we've made arguments for both. Mm -hmm. So yes, don't shoot us because like we're speaking out of both sides of our mouths, but it's, it's we're trying it's, to, we're trying to speak to both, both parties, but it, there's valid arguments of why you should buy now. And there's valid arguments of why you should list your house now. I think one of the biggest thing for the buyers is buyers be ready. Yes. Be ready. Get your everything in order for yourself. Make sure your financial situation's in order. You've got your pre-approval letter. You are good to go. Be ready. Because that way you can be sitting there and maybe right now there's not a lot of inventory. So what you want is not there. But when it does come on the market, you want to be ready so that you can write that offer mm -hmm. in that house. We can try to do our best to make it yours. Mm -hmm. And sellers, mm -hmm. be ready by basically starting packing up your, your things. Right. Box things up. Put it into a room. Treat it like a storage room. It's not going to impact the showing of the house. If you use a spare bedroom, if you use a garage, if you use a basement to, to store things, stage your house minimally. Right. That does not cost money. And so just go ahead and start boxing. Pick, if you pick a room. Yeah. Just pick a room. If you haven't touched something in your house in a month, chances are it's not a regular thing that you use <laughs> and you can pack it up. Okay. So I'm just thinking about there's boxes that I have that probably haven't been touched in like 10 years. I guess that means I could probably just you could probably get rid of it. You could probably pitch them because you don't even know what's in them, right? Probably true. Now, if you're you know organized and you label things and you might know what they are, but mm -hmm. most of us aren't. So just, but think of it that way. That's how to spend your effort and your energy, right? Not dollars on cosmetic things in the house. Spend your time to prepare your house for make it photo ready. 
make it ready for pictures. Even if you're not thinking about it necessarily, maybe you're like, um, maybe I'll do something in a few months. Maybe I'll put my house on the market. I don't know what I'm going to do. But again, like I was saying, pick a room. So maybe one day a week you pick one room that you tackle and you just do a little bit there, get it organized and then you're ready. So that way you're not overwhelmed when you're like, okay, I found this house. I want this house. I want to buy this house, but I have to sell my house first. And then you're panicking. So just take it one day at a time, one room at a time and get yourself organized Mm -hmm. and just be ready. Be ready. Be ready on both sides. We have all kinds of cool singular quotes on this episode. I love it. I think be ready is going to be our, uh, that could be one. Yep. You've got a couple though. We'll, we'll figure (laughs) out what goes on social media. Well, we don't normally do this, but Megan, you're an amazing realtor. So give us your contact information because there's people who are listening who would be like, oh, she's the one for me. So how do they get in touch with you? Well, my cell number is uh, 540-664-3579. It's uh, most of those odd numbers. Mm -hmm. And then also my email is megeans at uh, Yahoo. Or you can just find me at megeans.com. And it's just M-E-G-A-N-E-A-N-E-S. Dot com. Awesome. And you can I'm find on me. Facebook too. You just search for me. You can I'll find me up. on social media. I was going to say, yeah. you can find me on the icon website. You can Google, but the phone number is out there. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not private. 540-247-1527 is mine. So yeah, they're everywhere. I'll make it real quick, but you can go look it up. <laughs> Feel yeah. free to call, text, email, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. We are here for you. And you it got is- it. We are ready to be even more busy. And we're ready to tell you about what's happening in Winchester and Frederick County coming up as well as we wrap up here. What are the things to look out for this weekend? Well, before I go forward, I'm going to go backwards for just a second. Okay. So we just had the Super Bowl. Yep. And did you watch it? Of course. Okay. Sure. So uh, we do, we go to a friend's house every year and we watch it and we always do um, squares. So (laughs) I came like the numbers of the final score. Five seconds away in the end of the second half for, um, from winning one of the squares. I I didn't win any of them from any of the quarters, but I came close. Um, But it was funny because right before uh, there was a tackle on special teams from Kansas City and it was Nazi Johnson. I saw him. And it was so awesome. So I don't know anybody else that was out there looking every time 13 came on the field. It was yep. super exciting to see one of our uh, local boys playing football. And there's a big Kansas City punt a, return, too. And he was throwing a few key blocks in that yeah, punt return and then running down the sideline with, with him. So. I was like, there's 13. It was super exciting. So congratulations. Our uh, our city has another Super Bowl champion. Yep. I know they were throwing a big party in town. Um, I can't remember exactly 81 Bar and 81 Grill. 81 Bar and Grill. Yeah. Yep. They were throwing a big party. So family. congrats to all those guys. Yeah. So yep. congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Nazi Johnson. Local. Yes. So what's, what else is local okay, so instead of rewinding backwards, what's right, in the so future? What's yeah. coming up here, um, we've got an annual chili dinner that's on Friday from 530 to 8 at the Braddock Street United Methodist Fellowship Hall. Um, it's $8 for adults, children 12 and under are $6. So it's going to benefit the uh, Evans Home for Children. Cool. There's also a horse tax swap and vendor sale that Saturday the 18th from 8 to 2 at the Frederick County Fairgrounds um, put on by the Golden Horseshoe 4-H Club. Cool. And we also have a men and boys wild game dinner that is also Saturday um, from 6 p.m. There's free admission. There's prizes and contests. Uh, that's at the Emmanuel Baptist Church. Wild game. Mm-hmm. Wow. My husband did something like that uh-huh. one time, and uh, we had a friend that had given us buffalo. Okay. And I made like a buffalo pot pie. Wow. And it actually won okay. for the for the game. So that was really kind of cool. I, I think he got it's like impressive. a, a gun lock was what my husband's gift was. You're not going to find <laughs> buffalo bison th- no. around here. 
<laughs> yeah. was, it was like I said, it was given to me by a friend who had hunted it um, yeah. out west. And then also we've got books, beautiful jewelry, baked goods. That's going to be Saturday from 9 to 2 at the Muldowney Hall at Sacred Heart Church on, off of Amherst Street. Cool. That's a lot going on, even yeah. in the dead of winter. Here we go, guys. February. See, things are picking up in February picking and January. Up. I was struggling finding stuff yeah. to, to share. And we've already got all these things for February. And pretty soon yep. there's going to be houses coming on the pretty market. Pretty soon. And we're going to be having a, seven more guests coming up down the road. And I will not sh spill the beans or share, but I'm excited about who's coming up in the oh, next couple too. weeks. And, um, you know, then all of a sudden we'll probably be talking apple blossom, believe it or not. Well, maybe, just maybe. You never so know. We might have a little inside track for that. You never know. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. We'd love it if you take a moment to subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. Yes, please do that. And once again, thanks to me and Natalia for all of your editing extraordinaire skills. Until next time, think iconic. <laughs> <laughs>